Welcome to Deep Impact Investing with Kimberly Griego-Kyle from Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. In this podcast, we talk about sustainable investing and how your portfolio reflects your values. Do your investments seek accountability from corporations that govern more and more of our society and even the lives we lead? Listen in as we explore the question, are you investing like you give a damn? Hello and welcome to Deep Impact Investing with Kimberly Griego Kyle from Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. Good afternoon, Kim. How are you? I'm great, Eric. How's, how are things going with you? Fantastic. Except for we were talking before the podcast. It's just so stinking hot. I'm it sorry. It is. Yeah, it's very hot. <laughs> I'm a wimp. It's almost too hot for me to be <laughs> yeah. out in the garden. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just. I I know that I'm a wimp, and that's okay. I'm I'm fine with that, but. I like air conditioning. I like cool temperatures and I just, it's summertime. And, and if I'm going to complain about anything, it's going to be the heat, but I'm, I'm happy to be able to go outside and see neighbors and things. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. Well, I, I love the heat. I'm a lizard, but it's mm. too hot for me. Oh, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. then, then something's got to change. Something's got to right. give, right? Yeah. Right. It does. So, yeah. So, uh, today, I thought we would keep it a little lighter. Right. Our last couple of podcasts have been some pretty heavy topics. Yeah, uh, but they're the fantastic. One, they were. Yeah, they were great. We've had a lot of guests on recently. Podcast 27 was talking about racism and Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, was, it was a great podcast. So if our listeners haven't heard that one, please go back and listen to it. Uh, it, was, it was great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, me I too. Today, yeah, again, I thought we'd keep it a little lighter. And I want to talk about what is sustainability and the triple bottom line. Triple bottom line. Triple bottom line, often referred to as the three P's. So All right. we're gonna we're gonna talk about that today. I've never heard this before, so I'm very excited. Yeah, well, I think a number of people haven't heard about it, but then it it also is very common in our circles. And so I wanted to really just discuss this topic. And it's it's a a basic of our industry. And really, the definition of sustainability, which is sounds simple, but we're going to start there. All right, that sounds good. Because honestly, before I started podcasting with you, my definition of sustainability was like not running out of water. Right. It's well, to be able to keep having something, but uh, it goes so much deeper than that. And so I've learned a ton. And so I'm, I'm excited to, to hear what you have to say today. Yeah. Well, th- there really isn't a universal definition of sustainability because mm-hmm. there's a lot of viewpoints on it uh, and, and how we achieve sustainability. And they're, they're probably all right, uh, you know, because we look at sustainability in a lot of different ways and from a lot of different perspectives. But if we look at the etymology of the word sustainability, where does it come from? So sustainability comes from sustainable and I-T-Y-I-T-Y. Um, so it's sustainable, for instance, um, the composition of sustain and able. Mm-hmm. If we start from the beginning, it means sustain means to give support to or to hold up, to bear, to keep up. Hmm. So we're holding something up, right? We're supporting yeah. it. And then what is sustainability? It, it, it's really an adjective. Uh, it's, it's something that we're able to sustain, sustain for a long period of time. 
So if it's bearable, we're, we're capable of continuing it at a certain level mm-hmm. for a period of time, a long period of time. So really, sustainability in the end, probably we could look at it as a process by which something, whether it's water, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. or the environment, which is a big component, is kept at a certain level. So we're sustaining it at that level. Mm-hmm. We're not letting it deteriorate, in other words, for a long period of time. Got Sounds it. kind of simple, but complicated, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that nothing worth doing correctly is ever easy. Like, you know, I've heard that quote many times. And this is something that needs to be addressed. Absolutely. You know, the environment and the, the social problems that we're, we're facing in this society is it's huge and it's it's uh, very difficult for us to think about and when we think about sustainability and defining it really as the process and the actions through which we as humans and humankind really want to avoid the depletion of our natural resources mm-hmm. you know it's all influenced by how we as a society organize ourselves and what we're doing to keep um, our ecology in balance so that our quality of life isn't decreased. We want to keep our quality of life healthy. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we want to think of it in terms also of making things better or improving our conditions because they are deteriorating. Our planet is deteriorating and our social systems really need improvement. So we want, not only do we want to keep it sustainable, but honestly, we want to improve it because it's been deteriorating for quite a long time. So it's, it's also not about just, um, sustainability is not just about thinking about resource exploitation or how we're thinking about our investments and the you know, how we're, which is what I do, right? You know, how Mm -hmm. we're um, directing our investments or the wealth distribution of this country or technological developments in in, like uh, alternative energy. We also want to think about our ecosystem and not harming it any further. Uh, The quality of life that we have in, in terms of our social systems. I believe, I truly believe, and I, as I just mentioned a moment ago, that we need to make a dramatic shift in the other direction. So it's not just about being sustainable or continuing things at a certain level, but we have to make this shift to increase what we're doing and, and making it better. And it, we've talked about that a lot uh, when, when we discussed the sustainable development goals uh, with the UN sustainable development goals mm-hmm. several yeah. months back. It's been a while yeah, since it was a good we've series. talked about that. Yeah. yeah. But I haven't finished it. And I, I need to go back and do that because the sustainable development goals with the UN is not just about keeping things the same. It's about making them better. So, yeah. And so what, what this leads us to is these three pillars or what is referred to as the principles of sustainability. The three P's, mm-hmm. which is also referred to as the triple bottom line. So All those right. three P's are people, planet, and profit. 
And a lot of times this is referred to as an informal definition. There's a, a second definition, uh, which is very similar, but it's the definition that I hear more often in terms of the three Ps, people, planet, and profit. Now, we're talking about this in terms of corporations and investing, people, planet, and profit, and that's why it's called the triple bottom line. So corporations, of course, still do want to make some kind of profit, but there's a little bit of a twist to that Mm -hmm. when we're talking about sustainability and profit. So we'll talk about that. Now, let's start with people. If I asked you what you thought that might mean, I'm putting you on the spot, how would you think about that in terms of corporations and people? Does that even mesh with you? Oh, well, uh, yeah, absolutely. As a business owner, um, first thing I think of is, is resources, meaning my employees, right? The yeah. people that work for yeah. me or work with me. And then the other people that I would include in that just personally, actually, only because you've taught me so well, uh, is the, the other people that would be in, in kind of like my supply chain, right? So the other people that I re, yes. you know, rely on and the outside vendors I may be using, um, even including like my accountant, my attorney, things like that. I, I think of those people on the broad scope of things as well. Excellent. That And that's what the triple bottom line in sustainability wants to look at. I think there's a number of corporations, rather large number, unfortunately, still, that are not looking at those resources in terms of sustainability. Mm-hmm. So we, we don't think about our employees as a important part of the corporation and sustaining those employees by giving them proper wages, good working conditions, um, health care, the benefits that they need to have. But that is incredibly important. If you give your employees the right kind of benefits and wages, they're going to stick around mm-hmm. and they're going to continue to be healthy and they're going to be good long-term employees. So yes, people considers the employees, the labor that is involved in a corporation's work because labor is important. And it also considers the wider community where the corporation does business. So if you're, for example, polluting the water in the community where your business is running, not good for business long-term. Mm-hmm. One, you're probably gonna get sued um, because you're, you're, you may be harming the folks that live in that community, uh, maybe causing cancer or other diseases. Uh, if you get sued, that's going to hurt your bottom line. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you end up paying out millions or, or billions of dollars worth of lawsuits, uh, you know, from, from something like that. So another way to look at the, at people is how much does a company benefit the society in general? So a, a triple bottom line company is going to look at paying the fair wages, um, making sure that there are humane working conditions, not just at their factory, but at, as you mentioned, the supply chain. Mm-hmm. Looking fully down the road. So if they're um, bringing in supplies from Bangladesh or India or China, are those factories also paying fair wages and having good humane working conditions? So triple bottom line companies also give back to their community. So they donate, they are participating in in their local community as well. Mm-hmm. 
people. Absolutely. The first P. Yeah. I think that too many times corporations, you know, the, the hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil that, you know, they, they have that monkey complex, right? Where they're, mm-hmm. especially in the supply chain. Well, we get our parts from here or we get our resources from here, but I really don't want to see how they're treated. It's not my company, right? That's not, that's not my company. Right. I'm not worried about that. Uh, but they need to be. And, and I mean, that's a, a step beyond, uh, we even still have companies that, and I, I, I interested to see where you strike this balance or how we can strike this balance. You have companies that employ a ton of people for very manual labor that they can get fairly cheap. And, and if they're paying, let's say they're paying 11 or $12 an hour to these folks and they're just making them work very hard, maybe packaging things that are being shipped all over the country. We won't name names, but packaging things <laughs> in a center of some kind that ships, you know, all over the, all over the world. Um, if they're being made to work like dogs, knowing that if, if somebody quits, there's somebody else lined up. I mean, they've got a drawer full mm-hmm. of applications of people who want to work there. So how do we incentivize those companies, you know, specifically to do a better job of making more humane conditions, treating their employees better with better sick time leave, not having unrealistic expectations of, of people working in that environment? Because I know there's a lot of companies that are still doing that. Absolutely. There are not just in third world countries, but here in the U.S. Here. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a tough one. Yeah. We know who you're talking about. <laughs> So (laughs) let's talk about the second P. All right. So the second P is planet, uh, which is, they're all important. So planet is, um, you know, talking about uh, efforts to reduce waste, um, investing in renewable energy, managing our natural resources efficiently, and, you know, improving the logistics of the company so that all of those resources can be um, saved and um, you know, simply being more renewable with our resources so that the planet is not so affected. Mm-hmm. What we do now is going to make a difference 10, 20, 30 years from now. What we've done over the last 30 and 50 years is affecting what's happening to us now. Mm-hmm. So if we're reducing our ecological footprint as much as possible with the corporations, then that's going to make a huge difference in yep. just a matter of a few years. There was a 2016 Gallup poll that re- revealed 64% of Americans are worried about climate change and global warming. So imagine, I imagine that number is going to continue to go up as mm-hmm. we see, as we just talked about, these really hot, hot summers. Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we just know those things are going to continue to get worse. Hot summers more snow in the winter. Um, you know, we haven't had a major hurricane yet, but we know hurricane seasons are, are getting more intense and that's climate change. So people are more concerned about that. Yeah. And businesses are going to bear the cost of that. Government is going to bear the cost of that. Mm -hmm. And that needs to be important in in consideration with what companies are doing. If they're creating a lot of packaging waste, if they're using electricity in inappropriate ways, if they're dumping pollution into our waterways, they're poisoning our groundwater. These are all important factors. We have to take care of our planet. All of those can affect the bottom line financially 
mm-hmm. of a corporation. So it's important. Yeah, I agree 100%. And, and just in the last 50 to 60 years, you, you look at how much more education is being done, how much more we understand about what damage we've already done. I mean, I, I think back when my children were little, um, you know, we had a family member who had cancer and they had a family friend who had cancer and they, they asked me a very simple question. Where does cancer come from? Why is it here? And I had to break it down for him. I said, unfortunately, we've done this in a lot of cases. It's not that somebody's giving somebody cancer. It's the fact that did we really think that detonating nuclear bombs underground for multiple, multiple tests wouldn't affect the the groundwater or that? And that's just a small fraction of what's been done just by the government. And then you look at all the businesses that got away for years because either ignorance or just a blind eye dumping that waste like you're talking about. We're feeling the ramifications now. We're, we're seeing so many more cases of cancer and disease and things. And, and it's not that those have existed for thousands and thousands and millions of years. It's that we're introducing toxins into our system. I mean, we, we've talked on previous podcasts about the amount of plastic in the oceans and, and in our right. food sources now. You know, the fish that are in the ocean, that's kind of what they breathe. <laughs> you know, they breathe, mm-hmm. they get the oxygen out of there and they, they're constantly circulating water. Well, there's so much plastic there that now we know that there's microplastic in, in fish even. And it's just, it's, it's disheartening. And I, I hope and I pray that we're not too late. And I know that there's a lot of people on that same page, but we still need to make these steps and take these steps in a, in a big, big way and run towards more positive outcomes. And that's why I appreciate what you do on the podcast and, and educating me and, and also the audience. What, what's the, I don't want to delve too deep well, into this, but. No, and I, I, what I want to say is we can't give up. True, yeah. We have to keep moving forward and try to make a difference. So that's important. Yeah, and, and I like the accountability piece that you bring to this because you, you've talked about being an advocate as, a, as an investor, right? And that's, we talked about that on a previous podcast, and that was new to me as well, how you could do advocacy that way. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's, it's all of our responsibility to be able to say, okay, we need to hold these companies accountable uh, for themselves and, of course, their supply chain and, and uh, you know, making sure that we're treating this with some seriousness. Right. The third one is profit. Now, we're talking about publicly traded companies. 99.9% of our C and S corps. Mm-hmm. So... The, the point of that is their mandate is to the shareholder, and they have to find a way to make a profit. Now, the reason I say 99.9% is because there's a small percentage of corporations that are B Corps. We'll talk about that a little bit here in a minute. Mm-hmm. But with a corporation and their mandate being to make a profit for their shareholder is at issue. So when they're looking at trying to make a profit, we have to to balance that with the people and planet issue. So while every business is pursuing profitability and we're looking at the triple bottom line as part of this business plan, how do sustainable organizations balance that profit, which technically is the opposite of the people planet issue, right? <laughs> How do we balance that out? Mm-hmm. Um, there's an example that I'll give. You know, if we're looking at, I, I think 
almost everybody's probably familiar with IKEA. Oh yeah, the Swedish <laughs> furniture company. Mm-hmm. So uh, I love IKEA, right? Um, I love their their concept and what they do. But they uh, they have billions of dollars in sales every year. In in 2016, they turned a profit by recycling waste into some of their best selling products. So before uh, 2016, the they the waste that they produce cost them more than a million dollars a year. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And and the company they were working on a process to have zero waste to landfill worldwide. So they they made that happen within their company because they have a sustainability department. And the, 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 their head of sustainability said, "We don't do this because we're tree huggers." We do this because it's very cost effective. Yeah. There's right? motivation so, for everybody. <laughs> absolutely. It was profitable for them yeah. to do that, to turn recycled waste into best selling products for them. Mm-hmm. Again, this is about profit. And because they are a corporation who have to make a profit for their shareholders. Yeah. It's important to them. But. I think they're also a bit of a, I, my guess is a bit of a tree hugger. They have a sustainability department. Yeah, so but we don't want to accuse important. them of that. <laughs> no, <laughs> we shouldn't accuse anybody of that. That's right. Uh, yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a quote I found that said, uh, the common good is compatible with financial performance. Now, I don't know who said it. Um, I wish I did, but I really liked that. The common yeah. good is compatible with financial performance. Now, I just want to briefly mention B corporations. Okay. And which is something that we here at Horizons are currently working on converting to a B corporation. So, B corporation is very similar to your traditional model, except that they agree to give a portion of their profit, profits away every year. Hmm. They also meet very specific sustainability criteria. As part as part of their corporate charter, and there's a, a number of other things to it, but it's it, their their main criteria is not about uh, profits for their shareholders, mm-hmm. and I think it's a very interesting way to be a corporation. So yeah. there's that. that yeah, I'd like to I learn more about that. Yeah, it's very easy. Um, you can Google B Corporation, which you're probably already doing, knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell them what I do. Yeah, well, no, I, I'd like to, honestly, I'd like to know more about what you guys are doing and the kind of the steps that you're taking towards that. You said you're moving towards a B corporation. Mm-hmm. I think once you've maybe completed the process or, or getting close to completing the process, I'd love to do a podcast on that just to see what it took, we what will. you guys did. And oh yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, we'll make that. We'll make that happen. All right. Sounds good. So briefly, I just want to discuss the other way that um, some folks describe the principles, the three principles of sustainability. Uh, And sometimes these descriptors are are described as economy, society, and the environment. So again, profit, economy, society, and environment, um, you know, people and Mm -hmm. um, planet. So the the simplest explanation I can say for that is um, really, there's a link between the economy and the environment, 
Those are very diverse, um, where we have the environment providing resources to the economy. Um, this acts as a sink, like a, a kitchen sink mm -hmm. for emissions and waste. So when you have poor environmental quality, that in turn affects economic growth and well-being of our society, and it lowers the quantity and quality of our resources. Now that sounds complicated, but it really is the simplest explanation. I like the people, planet, and profit mm -hmm. better um, because I think this is a more complicated way to explain it. The people, planet, profit, triple bottom line, three Ps of sustainability, I think explains the whole piece very simply. Yeah, Triple I agree. bottom line of investing and what is sustainability? There you go. Fantastic. Kim, I know that people are joining us. This is their first podcast. This is the first time they're, they're hearing you. And we really didn't talk about investments at all today, right? <laughs> and they're well, thinking, wait a second. Uh, th this is, uh, you know, I thought this was an investing podcast. Uh, yeah. They're going to get to know you very quickly, that you have passion and that you have drive towards uh, exactly what your entire organization, Horizon Sustainable Financial Services, is all about. So if they're thinking, okay, well, that's a great conversation starter, I'd like to continue it, how do they reach you? Yeah, well, let me just mention really quickly before I tell them how to reach sure. me, which is very important. So in terms of sustainability and the triple bottom line, when we are looking at companies, the triple bottom line practice is very important to our screening process mm -hmm. of selecting companies to invest in That's right. when we're doing individual stocks. So yes, this actually is a, a very important process to us. We want to know that corporations are paying attention to these three Ps. So the triple bottom line is very important to us. And it's yep. very important to the investment screening process. It's not the only thing we look at, but it's part of it. Yeah. So yes, we did talk about investing today. True. <laughs> in a roundabout sense. Yeah. So if folks are interested in creating a more sustainable portfolio, they can reach us by calling us on the phone, 505-982-9661. Or emailing us at info at horizonssfs.com. And I hope they'll also take a look at our website, which is horizonssfs.com, which has some great information on there as well. And I also want to remind folks that while we mentioned the name of a company here on this podcast today, it is not a recommendation for investment. That is something you have to talk with about, uh, talk about with your investment advisor. Always, always seek the advice of the professional for sure. Kim, yes. thank you so much for your time today. Oh, it was my pleasure. And the last thank you always goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you for listening and tuning in to the Deep Impact Investing Podcast with Kimberly Grego-Kyle. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Kim comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share this podcast with your friends and family. Now we'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors. 
Yes, we want to always thank our sponsors. So we have two. The first sponsor is Green Century Capital Management. Green Century is proud to be the home of the first family of fossil fuel-free, responsible, and diversified mutual funds in the U.S. By investing in responsible corporations, Green Century enables individuals to align their investments with their values. Green Century also houses an award-winning shareholder advocacy program that directly presses dozens of companies every year on sustainability practices. Green Century is the only mutual fund company in the U.S. wholly owned by environmental and public health nonprofits, and 100% of the profits earned managing the Green Century funds belong to them. Our second sponsor is Calvert Research and Management. Calvert is a global leader in responsible investing. Calvert sponsors one of the largest and most diversified families of responsibly invested mutual funds, encompassing active and passively managed equity, income, alternative, and multi-asset strategies. With roots in responsible investing back to 1982, the firm seeks to generate favorable investment returns for clients by allocating capital consistent with environmental, social, and governance best practices and through structured engagement with portfolio companies. Thank you very much to our sponsors, Green Century Capital Management and Calvert Research and Management. Absolutely. We appreciate those sponsors so much. And thank you again for listening today. For everyone at Horizons Sustainable Financial Services, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Deep Impact Investing Podcast, the sustainable, responsible impact investing podcast that shows you how to get your voice heard. It's time to start investing like you give a damn. To ask a question that we can answer on an upcoming podcast, email us at info at horizonssfs.com or join the conversation on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash horizons sustainable financial services or give us a call at 505-982-9661 don't forget to click the subscribe button to be notified when new episodes become available the companies we may speak about during our podcast are not recommendations for investment only you and your financial advisor can determine what the right investments are for you and your situation horizon sustainable financial services is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of new mexico and other jurisdictions were registered or exempted. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the host and or guest and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.